All right, welcome back from the Hip Sports. This is episode three, season four. Um, we got a good show for you guys here uh, tonight, today, whenever you listen to it, probably tomorrow morning. We are going to have, uh, obviously, so every week we're going to do a moment of silence. We've just decided in honor of the queen, long live the queen, but we'll always have a moment of silence. Started with Manti Teo and the queen. <laughs> the now queen. we just have to do it for the sake of yeah. consistency. Yeah, and <laughs> people keep dying. So <laughs> um, We're going to have a week two and week three recap. Uh, just anything we need to bring up from week two or week three. There's already been some coaching changes, so we're going to address that. Uh, there's a crazy story out of Utah involving a uh, domestic terrorism, I believe. A nuclear bomb is what it is. <laughs> um, week four preview. Uh, we got three things we think, three things we know. Obviously, we got Hot Hand Ham, Homeless Zach will be giving you his pig picking on how to make some money. And uh, we have Fantasy Caleb here in the house uh, to give you a little tidbit on the fantasy corner to help you get through. Uh, through the week, see if yeah. there's a little bit of our league, a little bit of our league, so people can follow the drama. Hopefully, some some tips as well to help people get through. I'm playing Caleb this week, so he's probably not going to give too many. Um, but I mean, I won last year, so I don't need his tips. But I'm also <laughs> owned to. So, but yeah, good show this week, and uh, yeah, excited to uh, to bring it to you. All right, welcome back from the Hip Sports. This is Simo, joined always by JB, and let's let's dive into it. Before we get going, uh, we're recording a little bit later than we normally do because traffic was pretty bad. And JB, we've always said that this podcast is it's as much about us as it'll ever be about our listener. Maybe whoever says otherwise is a liar. Maybe a little bit more about us. It's mostly about us. (laughs) And this is kind of therapy for us. It's a chance for us to, you know, shake off the week. It's Thursday. It's Friday Eve. Yeah. You know, so uh, you said that you're a, a, a hot little boy right now. Well, it's, I'm glad that we can read each other's minds because what I was going to say is I'm a hot little potato right now. So you almost <laughs> hit it. You almost hit the nail on the head. But yeah, we're getting started a little later than usual. Um, I'm actually, I've cooled down a little bit. Uh, the gist of the story. Stay hot. Yeah, the gist of it is I was in two and a half hours of traffic back from work, which would normally take 45 minutes to an hour at most. Um, but I got back. Caleb's playing some Yacht Rock, some some adult contemporary, cracked open a beer. I was like, yeah, you know what? We're with the boys. I'm not as heated, but... Get heated. Yeah, the... If, if the microphone was on when I was in my car, you would have heard a tapestry of cuss words woven together that I think just might, I, I might have been arrested. Like, I don't know what would have happened. I was, I kept my cool for about an hour and thought, okay, it'll clear up anytime now. Um, I'm watching a podcast. I'm having a good time. And then it just didn't clear up. And my, if I was like a Sims character and my anger meter was going up steadily, it just got to a point where I lost my shit and basically every conceivable possibility of why there was traffic going on was happening. 
Everyone decides, hey, it's Thursday evening. Let's go for a drive. I don't know why today is any different than any other day. Oh, we're going to do a little construction on the road here. Let's trim this tree and park some, you know, construction equipment on this side of the road. Sir, um, Sir Elton John. Well, let me, let me get to that. Okay. Let me, so I'm getting really pissed off and I'm getting, you know, probably two miles from Mercedes Benz Stadium, which I have to drive by to come home. And traffic is worse than ever. And I'm already thinking of like, what's going on? Like, what is happening there? And I was like, oh, I bet it's an Atlanta United game. And I'm just cursing Atlanta United up and down the fan. I'm like, if you like, I'm cursing soccer, I'm cursing the sport, I'm cursing everything. And then I thought, I looked it up, Atlanta United is not playing. I was like, wait, are the Falcons playing Thursday night football? Like, because I don't feel really dumb. <laughs> They're not playing football tonight. I look up what's going on at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Lo and behold, the Rocket Man is just having a concert. <laughs> and, you know, I get closer and closer, and there's just freaks everywhere, like a combination of <laughs> old Karens who are, like, reliving their heyday, and then people who are into, like, Dua Lipa and the, the new stuff he's putting out. So they're, like, glittered-up, purpled-haired freaks. So I'm, I'm just losing. I've lost it at this point. And, uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's why we're off to a late start here. But I just needed to get that off my chest. So thank you for this safe space to allow me to do that, Jason. You don't love this? <sighs> I mean, I do. And when actually one of the songs that Caleb had on, Fantasy Caleb, was playing when I got back was an Elton John song for a second. And I was like, maybe I'm going to get a little pissed here. But I was like, at the end of the day, I love Elton John, but uh, not at that moment. I, I don't get live music. What? I, I don't get it. I, 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 pay, I, pay, I pay money for Spotify. <laughs> I, what, like, who the hell would come listen? Like, would anybody come listen to us do this live? No. You're doing it because you got nothing better to do. So, well, I, there's no I'm difference. I'm paying $15 a month for perfect, crystal clear, no, <laughs> no uh, mess ups, no nothing. There's no chance that a musician or like an instrument malfunctions. <laughs> Right, that's perfect on Spotify, which you're paying for, mm -hmm. um, or or YouTube it for free. But and we're on Spotify now, so we, we got to support our and platform. OnlyFans. And so, <laughs> but like if if shout out sponsor Spotify and OnlyFans, but you pay money for music you've already paid to listen to perfectly for the opportunity for it not to be perfect. Well, I, I want preferably wanna... in a crowded room where you don't have anywhere to sit with overpriced drinks. I don't understand live music. I want to touch on something you said of would anyone listen to us live? Because there's no difference between like a, a platinum selling artist <laughs> and this. There's not. <laughs> live, there's not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't. I love live music, but I love your hatred right now. I hate Because it involves crowds and people. And one of the things I thought was if I could pull a uh, Avengers what, Thanos move and snap my fingers, 50% of everyone is dead, I would do it in that moment. Even if it was me, I think I yeah, would do if, it. Like, I'm I, willing to roll those dice. I'm on the table for death. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I um, think it'd be the better bit, but... I mean, I, I really thought, like, this is the actual uh, origin story for, like, the Joker. Like, this is where he <laughs> he's in the car and two hours of traffic, and he's he like, you know... that far off. You know what? I'm just going to cause anarchy and mayhem and destroy the society. In the heat of battle, my father wove a tapestry of obscenity. 
<laughs> How but, did you have that pulled up already? <laughs> we, it's a Christmas story. I know. It's we one can of just my favorite movies. Read each other's brains. Just 24 that. hours of it streaming on TNT <laughs> every holiday season. But I love that you knew I was going to use that phrase and had it ready to go. Um, but Jason, I understand you also uh, just have a little something you need to get off your chest. Yes, I do have something I want to get off my chest. So the rankings and everything come out. I I am I admit that I'm a hater, but it is pathetic how bad the rankings are now because basically if you've ever even like thought about being in the SEC, then somehow you got ranked this week and they're SEC. so bad. They're SEC. so bad. And game day is at Tennessee playing Florida and we'll get into Florida and how good or not good they are. Not good. And and you know, Tennessee is undefeated and I think Tennessee looks pretty good. But Kansas and Duke are undefeated for Christ's sake. The stadium is sold out. Game day needs to be in Kansas versus Duke. Basketball powerhouses are undefeated. If they can do game day in App State for App State Troy, I think, frankly, the Kansas-Duke game is even more like ironic, and they should steal it from a game that constantly gets probably overblown because, let's just be honest, they're playing for second place in the East – why why is game day going there? Let's go see Kansas to Duke. I think I, I think there would be fire on the planes. Is it is out. it at Duke? No, it's at it's at Kansas. Okay. I was gonna say the Cameron Crazies. Are they camping and, out for that and, one? And who would be the guest picker? Mangino. <laughs> they would have to bring Lazy Boy would donate a sectional <laughs> so that he could sit up there with those guys and he could be the guest picker and he would do way better than these you know, fucking Jack Harlow or whoever the hell is up there. Uh, he actually picked pretty well. But. Mangino would go undefeated. <laughs> he would go undefeated. And you want to give some stupid answer like, I was seeing a girl in Cincinnati. Shut up, Jack Harlow. Live music sucks. <laughs> done with music. It, we've brought it up before, but if you haven't seen the picture of Coach Mangino next to the Orange Bowl mascot, yeah. do yourself a favor and look it up real quick because he is larger than the orange. Yeah. And it's a... Uh, one of the best pictures of all time. Great era of college football. But I'm, you know, I'm glad we could uh, just have that little therapy yeah. moment there because now we can really get the show going once we get that off our chest. Yeah. Um, now that we got that off our chest, though, we do need to do one more. Just kind of have a solemn moment. We we got the airing of grievances. We got that out of the way. Now it's time to just take a moment uh, of reflection. We've done it the past couple of weeks. Jason, who are we? having a moment of silence for this week. This is for Shoddy Elo. Shoddy Elo, six years ago today, we lost him. So let's have a quick moment of silence. Bow your head. Still got it for the And in honor of Shoddy Elo, we're going to do another power ranking like we did of uh, the Queens last week. We're going to do power ranking of our top four favorite Atlanta rap songs. Yeah. So we're also, we're going to, so it's going to be four songs total. JB's going to have one. I'm going to have one. Homeless Zach will have one and fantasy Caleb will oh. have one. I thought we were doing four, 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 two, two. Oh, okay. Well then you go first. Cause I got to get a second one. <laughs> okay. And if not, then we'll figure it out. <laughs> it's from the hip baby. Um, okay. I'll go first then I'll go first. Jason, and then Zach and Caleb. Uh, should we snake draft it? Yes, because I know we'll mess it up. Okay. I'm going to take this song off the board, number one, because it's two Atlanta rap icons. Jeezy and Gucci Mane. 
So icy. Yeah. I think that's a good one. So I will go. Am I going? How does yeah, this yeah. snake you drive go work? To. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is, this is, I think this reminds me of going to, um, so we, we played basketball in this sweet league called LBA, which was Lilburn Basketball Association. And then our better than any AAU league and, and, and definitely better than the NBA right now. Yeah. But it was very much this league. Uh, so the, uh, between that and then our older siblings went to Burkmar high school and the band used to play this song when the opposing cheerleaders used to come out. Um, so this is baby D baby D. Yeah, the song goes hard. So basically, they just say that for like four minutes. <laughs> Back to my point of why would you pay money for live music? <laughs> All right, Homeless Zach, do you want to go next? Yeah. Let's, get, let's get you the mic. So just to clarify, I get one song. All right. I'm going to go one ATL song. I'm going to go Get Low by Little John and the East Side Boys. Uh, I don't have it pulled up. I can sing it for you. but Do not sing it. That song is crazy that it was played at like middle school dances. I don't know if y'all did that, but like at my middle school dance, this would play and we would just sing the lyrics. That's that's all you did. <laughs> that, that, listen, I I think most of us at least got like a a stand up single to that song. So <laughs> I, I think I think we we owe that song a lot. So um, fantasy Caleb, you're next. Yeah, I think uh underrated Atlanta guys ludicrous like I love he's so articulate I knew what he was saying it was great uh and when I didn't even live here I love this song I love that your point was he's articulate <laughs> he is <laughs> right? right got a big old hat right <laughs> when I think rap I think <laughs> articulate <laughs> which song though uh welcome to Atlanta Welcome to Atlanta. I was like, damn, I want to go to Atlanta. And then I moved here. I mean, that's really the it, reason it, and it, yeah, it got me here. My understanding is Jim Albert listened to that song and said, we're moving. He packed, <laughs> he packed up the family in St. Louis and moved. That's here. a classic cutaway song. Like if the Falcons are playing on Monday night yeah. football, they're yep. cutting to commercials. Welcome to Atlanta is coming on. You got a lot of good remixes with that. That's a good pick. Um, for my second pick. Uh, I got to take an outcast song. It's crazy that we got in the second round without an outcast song taken. Uh, Spodiote, Dopalicious. Oh, yeah. Um, the trumpets, beautiful, poetic. <laughs> Atlanta. It's a, <laughs> it's a love ballad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, next, uh, my, my final choice, it's, it's actually got, like, everybody in it, which is kind of cool. It's got Shawty Lowe, Gucci, and Ludacris. This is ATL Jowja. Now, was that the dream that produced that? Yes. Great, great Atlanta producer and singer. <laughs> um, okay, we're lost in the snake, I think. Who is next? I don't think Zach has another one. No, Zach does. He has another one. one. I literally asked him if I had one. No, Zach and Caleb are a team who have two each to make four. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Fantasy Caleb, are you ready? So, man, I have a lot. I hope we get to do honorable mentions. But Please be articulate. I, I want to go to the another articulate song because <laughs> of what JV said earlier. Nothing gets you through traffic better than just move, bitch. Another ludicrous <laughs> one, right? Everybody loves he singing that so one. He was so articulate when he spoke to that woman. <laughs> you know, like, I can't memorize all the lyrics of the song, but I always get the last word, and that one I know. Like, I know that bitch. last word. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, homeless Zach. Yeah. Uh, so my. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What? So if y'all are on the same team, and we're snaking. Yeah. So that was the last pick of the (laughs) second round. You're taking the first pick of the third round, right? Yes. Okay. All right. That sounds good. From Team uh, Homeless Fantasy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, my second pick. I'm gonna go with Never Scared by Bone Crusher. Just a solid hype up song. That's one where you, they play in a, like middle school, high school dance, and everyone's just moshing, yeah. throwing elbows, getting aggressive. <laughs> I was looking it up because for some reason I thought Bone Crusher was from Memphis. <laughs> I, in our in our defense, that's a that's a one hit wonder. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean Zach, we designated him as our look it up guy slash fact checker. Uh, so there could be. There could be corruption there. But. Okay, you know what? You know what I'll uh, say though, because we were talking about this earlier before we started the podcast. So I walked in and Zach was playing Madden, and some horrible music was playing. <laughs> I don't, probably Elton John or something, but like he was doing a uh, like the the what is it called, Zach? Like the drills, the, the drills, like yeah. the train, like who trains for Zach was training. Zach was <laughs> Zach tra- and Caleb Zach- were putting in the hours. <laughs> Almost Zach was training. So that was playing, and I have not played the new Madden yet because I'm, I'm kind of boycotting. I, the game is awful. It gets worse every – well, it's more it's just the same game every yeah, year, yeah. so I'm kind of like, all right, well, what's the point of spending the money? So then I walk in, and I'm, I've kind of gotten to the point that the, the soundtrack sucks like every year. So when I hear this crappy music, I just assume that was actually what was on the soundtrack, but they were just playing awful Elton John. But back when Madden was awesome – Madden 2004. Like Andrew WK. The, the main song was I Ain't Never Scared by Bone Crusher. Was it? <laughs> yes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's when Madden soundtrack. That's what's been wrong with Madden. The gameplay's always sucked. It's NCAA was always better. Fix the soundtrack. You'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Jason, your next pick. I've already done two. I, am I doing four? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, that's the beauty of from the hip. We're not going to explain the rules. I'm I'm not ready. To J- Caleb that. gave Jason a, an option, and Jason vetoed. I got <laughs> I I thought we were doing two each. All right, so Jason, you, you're maxed out at two, unprepared. I mean, we I, can we can go all day on this. We don't want to let the city down can, here. I'm I don't think I'm letting anybody down. <laughs> I just think that I misunderstood, and then I got lost in the snake. Yeah, I got lost in <laughs> and. I thought it was two apiece, and then when you said round three, I started to panic. <laughs> so, um, All right, well, I'll, I'll throw out another one that we have to say because it's in honor of the man, yeah. but Dano by Shoddy Low. Yeah. I mean... Our intro song? Our intro song. When those trumpets hit, I mean... They hit different. They hit different. <laughs> <laughs> they hit like a Friday beer. <laughs> um. That's probably a good one to end on. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've already committed to I got lost in this We've already burnt through like 15 minutes of time. <laughs> um, 
So we probably need to talk about uh, week two and week three of college football. Um, so week two is pretty wild with some of the upsets that we had. Uh, first one being App State over Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, I, the biggest thing I'll say about that, like I'm a I'm a big Jimbo truther. I think he's like awesome. I I don't remember him being this slow. Like they snapped the ball with like three seconds left on the play clock every single play. I don't remember him being that slow. Is he having some cognitive? He makes enough money. He should be able to like go get that fixed. <laughs> but I, I don't know. What the, I mean, the, their, their quarterbacks suck. Um, and that offense I don't think is all that good. But their offense is so, so bad. And App State, uh, big win at Texas A&M. Um, yeah. I, I said on the first episode that I thought this was the year that Texas A&M I thought would be like – the surprise team and win the West. They beat Alabama last year. They still could do that, I guess, because they did it last year. And I don't see how that roster is any worse this year than it was last year. But Jimbo's got to start scoring some points because they're that offense is very well. Bad. I think two things are true there. One is that App State, and we'll get to this later. They should Just be never schedule. They should be ranked, and you should not schedule them. I yeah. mean, they beat Michigan yeah. in like 08 or whatever it was. <laughs> it was 2007, but I love that. Everybody knows where they were when that game happened. I, yeah. And everybody's head, they're like, yeah, that happened like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It happened a long time ago. So that's true. And then yeah. also, um, like you said, with them playing Bama, like they still could beat them this year. The other crazy game from that weekend was Texas almost upsetting uh, Alabama yep. at home, who is, I think, a 20-point favorite in that yep. game. So uh, that was another – Surprise game. And and just to piggyback off that, Texas barely beat UT San Antonio the following week, week three. Yeah. So all we're trying to say is Bama's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, Saban. <laughs> uh but it was nice that those two games happened that week because it let my team kind of slide slide under the radar with at the time was an upset because of the rankings. Uh Florida lost to Kentucky. Um, was that week? That was week two. That was week two. Okay. And I'll say this. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. All right. As long as. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not, I'm not totally like giving up on the Gators or anything, but they, for every reason that, I brought up and you reiterated on the podcast of like, well, I do think that's why they're going to lose. I think that's a big reason why they lost. They had a huge game against Utah and then basically had the the same time slot the very next week playing another ranked opponent. And we're like, let's just do that again. Yeah. And we don't have the makeup yet to, to basically be consistent. Richardson, big letdown of a game uh, also in week three. So, all the hype, all the you know praise that I was just soaking in after the the win against Utah, um, and, and I'll say this: we established that my uh, my system of determining like if teams it's are good logo. or not, it's it's logos, but it's also vibes. And go <laughs> going into that game, I started getting some bad vibes. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know if we're going to win this game, actually. Why didn't you bring that up on the podcast? Because I didn't get the bad vibes at the time. Uh, it was, it was the like it came later. The vibes were like came day of. And I was like, ah, I, I'm, 
I'm feeling something You're in like there. like the ludes on the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. The lemons. <laughs> There's a delayed fuse <laughs> of bad vibes. So, um, Steve Madden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the good news about us losing that game was other crazy stuff happened, which we could kind of like fly under the radar with a little bit. But I, I did delete my Twitter app. Uh, I d- like, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not looking at anything because as much hatred like that I had flowing through me with the traffic and everything, I had that 10 X with Will Levis, him and Sp- Spencer Radler are on my top two most wanted list. <laughs> top two. Um, I also love that you called it the Twitter app, like, like a 90 year old. Well, <laughs> I didn't delete my account. I just deleted the app. <laughs> You did a soft delete. <laughs> soft delete. Like I didn't want to restart an account, but I right. didn't want it on my phone. Still I, in your recycling bin? Yes. I didn't want the temptation to pull it up and look at all the shit everyone's talking and <laughs> Richardson sucks, Florida sucks. Like I just didn't want to see it. Uh, Will Levis like cooking an alligator. I, you know, I did see it, but uh, that's when I drew the line. All right. I feel like I owe it to our listeners though, to, to lean into this a little bit. Um, I think I I think there's got to be something wrong with Anthony Richardson because he has more tackles on the year than he does touchdowns. He has the lowest passer rating in the SEC. He he still has not thrown a touchdown pass. Yeah. He's thrown four interceptions and he throws rockets directly into the ground. Now, I'll say this. Well, those receivers do him no favors. Not directly in the ground. Like, so when the game started against Kentucky, for instance, he, like, sailed some balls. But, I was like, but hold on, I'm talking let me, about USF, too. I know, like, I know. He, let me, he's looked bad let me, every game. Let me give you the timeline. I, was, I thought at the beginning of the Kentucky game, okay, he's just a little juiced up. He's overthrowing guys. And then about halfway through the second quarter, I was like, I think he's just – something's off. And what I think it is, apparently because our backup quarterback – uh, who's the only other viable option really in our quarterback room is out and injured. They told him you can't run. Um, so for a guy like that, with him having that in his brain, one, the expectations after a big win two, you can't run. I think that really impairs his ability to just make plays and feel the game because he has no feeling for it. He's rocketing, you know, fastballs into like five yard crossing routes. He's sailing balls. He just doesn't look comfortable. doesn't look like he's processing it. So I'm hoping something turns around because he has every tool in the world to be like a Josh Allen in, in terms of like tangibles, but he's just not feeling or seeing the game, which is pretty yeah. disappointing to see. Um, I, I think the only other takeaway I had a, a, about Florida that I was surprised to see, and, and maybe it's and maybe what I'm about to say is, is spot on, and for week one, you can totally get away with this. I think that the the depth on that defense looks off because when, no, they, it is. when they bring in like their line change basically on that defensive line, it, it's turnstiles. Like it, it twenty one is a liability. He gives he gives you two plays and then it's like get him off the field. The the four hundred Desmond Watson, guy. yeah, because USF their game plan was. Run away from him for one play, let him get tired, and then run right. Well, out. I can tell you just because I know more in depth that roster because I think someone put it. I know ninety ninety percent of my brain is my team. The other ten percent is like the SEC. 
the other point nine percent is logos and vibes. Um, but I do know that Ventrell Miller, our starting middle linebacker, who's like the anchor of that defense, he's he was the highest graded linebacker in the SEC going in that game. He got hurt, yeah. and so during the Kentucky game, um, so you it just threw off our whole defense. I, I've said we're front loaded. Our depth on defense is not that great uh, in terms of past. If, if a guy goes down, we're going to be in trouble. So we did have Shamar James, who's a five-star recruit, but you throw him in the mix, we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. But I'll, I'll give you this. Brenton Cox looks really good, but I, I, I'm i waiting on a – who is it, Dexter? I'm waiting on him to do a little more. I don't think he's played bad, but, like, if you've got Cox, uh, Brenton Cox and Dexter, yeah. I'm expecting much more more like they, USF is a bad team and they ran the ball. So I, I, well, was, I was, I was shocked to see that front seven, not play the way that the defense happened. played really good against Kentucky. Actually. I, I will say that they played great. Honestly, if, if we could have done one thing on offense, we win that game. Uh, but we had some injuries on a, you know, on a team that doesn't have depth on defense for USF and they were able to expose it in the run yeah. game. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, the other, the other thing we need to talk about, though, is from week two and three, mostly week three is, yeah, you're going to play it. Georgia is in the running backs. We've got Aiden Dennis, dog. Dodie Devon, dog. Uh, Sir Hale, dog. He scored. Georgia is an absolute wagon. Yeah. They, uh, it, Georgia feels like, like, you know, in uh, the UK, they roll the cheese down the hill. Yeah. Georgia is the cheese if it was an ATM machine and you're at the bottom of the hill and you got to catch it. Like, um, yeah, they, they look, they look so good. Um, I, I'll continue to say that I don't think that they've played a very good team yet. I know that Oregon just beat BYU, but BYU has now played three ranked opponents in a row. Um, I, I don't think Oregon's very good. That doesn't mean that Georgia is not good. So, so all the Georgia fans just calm down. That's not what I'm saying is that Georgia's not good. What I'm saying is I, I really don't think they've played a very good team yet. I think South Carolina is maybe bad. Um, I think I think Oregon is like middle of the road. You know why South Carolina is bad? Spencer Eiler? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, that could be true. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I did see Georgia has three of the top four. High, Carter, you'll like this, a PFF uh, grade. Three of the top four graded safeties from PFF are all on Georgia, which is pretty crazy. Especially since you only usually play two. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, um, I was I was running the math on that, yeah. wondering how that's possible. Uh, Stetson Bennett, I think, looks really good. I, here's what is bothering me, though, so far about what I've seen it, uh, against Georgia. And it's not because I think that the teams they played deserve to even be on the field with Georgia. What bothers me is if you're already playing somebody that is significantly more talented than you, significantly deeper than you, why just go toe-to-toe with them? Like, everybody just, like, lines up and runs their shit. If I'm playing Georgia, I'm going for broke the whole time. I, I there's, been, there's been one game plan that has worked against them in three years, and LSU did it in 2019, and Alabama did it last year. And that is just be a really good team. No, the, the, the strategy is to just be wildly aggressive. If you're going to throw the ball, throw it deep, make it to where they, if, if you're going to run man coverage, fine. Florida, Florida did it in 2019 too. Okay. So just throw it, just throw it deep. 
and blitz the living hell out of Stetson Bennett. Make make him make him just beat you because I'll tell you this: I don't think their running backs are near what they had last year. I think they're fine players. Georgia has two guys that got drafted to play running back in the NFL right now, and they do not have that in their backfield right now in the second round. No, there's no. I'm way. not. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying, but I am going to pull a Carter here. I I did some digging around in PFF today. Stetson Bennett, I think, is number one against uh, the Blitz this year, and. That, that's that's perfectly fine, but make him always be the one who beats you. Yeah. I, I don't want death by a thousand cuts against Georgia. I right, just right. want Stetson Bennett to be. It reminded me of Coach Herb Brooks from Miracle. <laughs> and literally, this would be my strategy. You might lose 400 to nothing, but I'd rather that because they're already going to beat you 55 to nothing and actually have a chance. I would just... Look, I can give you all a load of crap about how you're a better team than they are, but that's exactly what it would be. And everyone in this room knows what people are saying about our chances. I know it. You know it. But I also know there is a way to stay with this team. You don't defend them. You attack them. You take their game and you shove it right back in their face. There you go. That's your. That's my strategy. What's his name? Herb Brooks. Herb Brooks. I'm gonna. So you need I'm, hockey players. One. So <laughs> that that's gonna throw. I'm a gonna take on your this. Herb Brooks and raise you a Coach Yost um, and blitz all night. Yes. If you get <laughs> two dead coaches and get them on your, on your staff and a bunch of hockey players. No, if you're gonna play Georgia, first of all, Georgia's gonna walk through the rest of their schedule. They're terrible. Yeah. Um. But. I do think a team that's going to be interesting to see how Georgia defends them is Mississippi State because if I'm Mississippi State and I got Mike Leach, I wouldn't do anything but five wide the whole game. And just, and just what's the worst that happens? Yeah. You lose 55 to right. seven? Yeah. Like the only thing that has worked for two years, three different teams did it, is just air the shit out of the ball and, and go, fine, if you want to run co- uh, man coverage, eventually someone trips, eventually – my guy makes a catch. It happens. Yeah. So if you're already going to lose that bad, why why not take that shot? So Georgia Georgia's going to walk through their schedule because it's it's easy, and the SEC always makes sure it's easy for them because of all the teams in the East, they have played LSU and Alabama the least of the over the last twenty years. They have played them the least in the regular season. So yeah, I they'll walk through their schedule as they should, and. Their first real game will be in the SEC championship, but I'm very interested to see how Mississippi State plays them because if I'm them, I'm just I'm chucking it as all over the field. And Leach, we trust right now. No, I think they still lose that game, <laughs> but but I, I'm interested to see how they do. I, Stetson Bennett looks looks really yeah, really he good. does. I'll end there because you know, like roommate Decker will like freak out and he'll hear just the rant before that. But I'll end with Stetson Bennett looks really good. That should. That should calm them down. That's like saying good boy, good boy to your dog. <laughs> Week two and three, there was also some some coaching changes yep. that happened that I think we need to address. Miniature moment of silence for Scott Frost and Herm Edwards. Um, Herm Edwards got fired walking off the field. Yeah. Which was, I thought, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lane Kiffin, was he was left at the airport, which is a really, that's a pretty dick move. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know. That's what what the happened to Herm Edwards. It wasn't a firing. That's that's a shit can. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I love how it was like it was the AD and the president of the school, and they met him in the end zone, and you could almost hear Herm Edwards go, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we suck. We just paid one point five million dollars to directional Michigan and lost. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so there was that and uh, Scott Frost, which, I mean, there's been a little one like the writing was on the wall after week one. Um, it was coming down the line, and then there seems to be a lot of chatter of like who's going to fill that position. I, I I think I saw where Urban Meyer was contacted. Uh, there's there's some coaches that they're reaching after. Do you know who else they've been going after? I don't or? know. I, I think Nebraska is about to get a harsh reality of how unattractive of a job that yeah, actually it's is. It's not the 90s anymore. I, I get that now their stadium is fantastic. I, I believe their facilities are pretty great. I know that um, Warren Buffett is a Nebraska grad, and like um, I know that a bunch of the Berkshire Hathaway bigwigs are Nebraska grads, so I think the money's there. Do they make bombs? Berkshire Hathaway? Yeah. Are they like a financial institution? That's a financial institution. Okay. Why would you think that's a bomb-making company? I'm thinking of like Raytheon or something. And uh, what's the uh, Douglas? Uh, yeah. Well, if they're a bank, then they fund bombs somehow, so right. we'll, yeah. we'll just say that that's yeah, what it so is. Yeah, so I think that uh, – I think there's money there. I just, I really think it comes down to um, just a significant lack of talent, like in the local area recruiting. I don't know how you sell uh, Nebraska really. I, in fact, I would say Arizona State is a, is a better job, to be honest. I, I think you could turn things around there. Here's faster. what they need to do they need to bring back a coach who's going to just say, I'm going to run the triple option. We're gonna, At Nebraska? Yeah, we're just going to bring they it back. They could go hire Paul Johnson. Yeah. They'd probably make the Orange Bowl in like two years. <laughs> yeah. Now, they would have like two four-win seasons bring back. back-to-back, but then then they would go to the Orange Bowl and beat Iowa or something. They need to go full 90s, bring back the triple option and steroids. And just if, they, if we get caught, we get caught, yeah. but here's what we're going to do. What an idiot Scott Frost is. Like, he was the name when he was at UCF. And I understand mm-hmm. coming home, alumni, blah, 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 but like – what an idiot. Like, why? Like, he could have had just about any job that was open at the time, including Oregon, where he was the OC. Yeah. And he went back to Nebraska. Like, I I, I guess hindsight is 2020, but, like, I, you couldn't have planned on the pandemic, but. Well, it, NIL, was, it was planned. <laughs> we're truthers on the, the pandemic. The pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but like NIL and, and the way recruiting was changing, like it was very clear that I was going to become something. The transfer portal was like already a thing. Scott Frost really embraced it at Nebraska. What, what was more attract? Like I, I get, you got love for where you went to school and blah, blah, blah. And he won the Heisman there. But like, I would almost make the argument. He had a better shot to win big at UCF while he was, I don't know why he took the Nebraska job. Yeah. I mean, it, it just kind of goes to show that, my so based off my my rating system jason yeah nebraska used to be a logo and a good vibe yeah you get bad jobs vibes. bad logo bad vibes i'll also so ucf's helmet there's three letters on it there's only one on nebraska it's just one n yeah so there's it's not a if we're going logo UCF's yeah. better yeah also they've got a swimming pool at the, in their stadium who does ucf it's called the bounce house. Yeah, I don't really, I, I don't respect their logo. Actually, I, 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 I like think they're a better job because it makes it makes SEC people mad. Yeah, because when they play them, they win. Mm, yeah, when you're uh, when you have no coach and your quarterback is currently in the transfer portal, it helps your odds. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, 
then Herm Edwards, we got to talk about. He has a very famous uh, media clip from back in the day. About sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? So he didn't do enough of that. He didn't do enough of it, but that brings up another great media clip. 15 years ago today is the anniversary of Coach Gundy, I'm a man, I'm 40. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. And then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. That is a fantastic. I haven't heard it. Like, even today, I I was like, I'm going to save it till we listen to it live. (laughs) Fantastic. I love just a coach just giving it to to little dweeby journalists. Yeah. I want to... While we're here, I want to list a, a few really fantastic ones. Yeah. Um, coaching rants. Yeah, play the hits. So one of my all-time favorites is um, this is – sorry, I was not talking to the mic. John L. Smith, who was – I think he was the coach after Saban left Michigan State. The kids are playing their tail off, and the coaches are screwing it up. You don't have to say any more than that, Brent. No, you certainly don't, you. <laughs> <laughs> So um, uh, another good. That's one. when they couldn't run the field goal unit. They had like 20 seconds left before half, and they couldn't run the field goal unit on in time to take the lead going into half against Ohio State at Ohio State. Jason, play play another good one because I, I just thought of one. Yeah. Um. This is a uh, well. I'll, I'll just. This is David Bennett, who used to be the coach at, at Coastal Carolina before they were. Uh, <clears throat> before they were FBS. This is back when they were FCS. Trying to get our two boys ready to carry them to the golf tournament before practice, right? Twelve cats live across the road. Our door's open. Screen's broke. We need to get a new screen door, but the screen's broke. So you can come in through the screen, but you can't get back out of it. I turn and look. There's a little kitty cat in our in our kitchen. So I said, what are you doing in here, little kitty cat? By that time, <laughs> the cat turns, tries to get back out. That screen won't go that way. The cat starts going, meow, crazy. <laughs> and I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, it's a cat in the house. Cat in the house? I said, yeah, there's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. Meow, meow. The cat's still going crazy in there. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Meow, looking in the mirror. I look good. I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. <laughs> Jody Devon, dog. Dog. <laughs> I have no idea what his point was with that, but I agree with I'm it. pretty sure it was like they just got just ass kicked by somebody. And yeah. Well that's the coach of just saying like what they could fix. <laughs> you know, coach, how what do you what do you gotta say about your offensive line's pass protection? Be a dog. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a coach who is blaming it on the fact that players like to wear like wristbands and and Different socks. <laughs> like, that's just good coach stuff. Uh, I did. This is good bas- coaching. It's good coaching. <laughs> um, this is basketball, but uh, Coach Calhoun, uh, not a dime back. He was asked about why he's getting paid so much, and his response right here. Uh, considering that you're the highest paid state employee and there's a $2 billion budget deficit, yep. 
Not a dime back. <laughs> Not a dime back. I'd like to be retired someday. Okay. Not a dime back. <laughs> that's, that's an incredible <laughs> clip. <laughs> I, I want to be in a position someday where like someone's asking me about my job performance and I'm getting yeah. paid like really, really high amounts of money and I just yeah. say, not a dime back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think this kind of takes us into like who is now kind of on the hot seat because we've already started firing guys. So I just want to know. I'm sticking a fork in him. He's done. Call in the kid. Um, who are we sticking a fork in right now? Uh, you want do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I mean, I got to think Jeff Collins at Georgia tech is a name on there. And I just can't for the life of me understand why Georgia tech can never be good at football. Yeah. You're in Georgia, you're in Atlanta and they did a good job of kind of branding like four Oh four come, come live in Atlanta, come be in the city, come yeah. be a part of, you know, you'll be in the ACC, a respectable conference. And Thank they you. just, that was very nice of you to say. Yeah. That was for you, Jason. Uh, they just can't seem to ever be good. And so, yeah, I mean, they, they've looked terrible two years in a row now. So uh, Jeff Collins, is, I think this is actually his fourth year. Is his fourth year? Yeah. That's okay. a, he's been well, bad for a while. Okay. Um, yeah, Jeff Collins is bad. I I saw something today. It was like Dion's the guy, and I was like, I don't know. If, I saw that as well. I don't know if that's the option, but um, I you know I hear this like, oh well, there you know there's academics to uphold. Like, let's all calm down. Like, I get we live in the South. Like, I get we live in the South, and I work with, or I've worked with Georgia Tech grads. I I'm friends with Georgia Tech grads. Unless you're getting an engineering degree there, like, can we stop acting like that's like Harvard? Yeah. Okay. It's the South. Like, there's there's Vanderbilt. Florida's a top five public and like university. Emory, and then it's and then it's just a bunch of schools. Florida's a top five university. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't go there, so my, I can't. My really point. My point being is like, if Georgia Tech was able to make Final Fours in basketball, I think they can get kids in academic. Well, the the vice the versa team. is like, why can't UGA be really good at basketball? Like you're in the state they, of Georgia. Cause they don't care. Yeah. But so I, I will say this for Georgia tech. I, I think I don't understand how you can't win there, especially with the transfer portal. Now, like think about how many sec bounce backs you could get who are from the Metro Atlanta area, ACC bounce backs who are in the Metro Atlanta area. But yeah, I, Jeff Collins, uh, what I heard is that Georgia tech, if they fire him after January 1st could save like seven and a half million dollars or something. So what I believe is, January 2nd, he gets fired. <laughs> I think Georgia Tech just wants to, yeah. to make that buyout like as low as possible. Um, the next one that we brought up, I, I think it's too early, but he clearly is not – I mean, something's wrong. They're way too talented to be this bad. Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame has been a disaster. They should have lost to Cal last week. There was a Hail Mary yeah. where it fell on the kid's chest, and he still he – still, I mean, I get it's a Hail Mary. It's the last second play. But Cal's not good, but uh, but it, the pass fell on his chest. All he had to do was hang on to it, and it just, like, rolled off it like he, like he didn't even know the ball fell there. Marcus Freeman, I was excited after they played Ohio State week one, and each week they just look worse and worse and worse. I'm pretty sure they Notre Dame this year draws, like, Clemson from the ACC. I think they play NC State. Like, there's a lot of losses. Could get bad. There's a lot of losses left on that schedule. Um I mean, do they play USC this year? They might play USC at the end of the year. It's um, 
Mar- Marcus Freeman. The 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 heat's getting he turned be up, up a little bit. Creek, yeah, yeah the, it's on a, like a low simmer right now, but I feel like it's going to start getting hot down the road. I agree. Um, Auburn just got tossed around pretty good by Penn State. I don't know if Brian they looked horrible. Yeah, Brian Harson. Yeah, Harson. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like the temperature is getting turned up in Auburn a little bit, and they just they wanted to get rid of them. They, yeah, they screwed it up somehow. That is a toxic place. Like, if you're a coach, if you're an AD, you will be fired. Yeah, I mean, it seems <laughs> you're like... You're just going to lose your job. Uh, Gene Chizik won a national championship off the back of Cam Newton, and it was like, all right, and they fired him within yeah. two years or so after yep. that, and then since then, it's just been a disaster. Gus Malzahn went to two national championships, and or, or he was the OC on that yeah. Gene Chizik, but, like, went to a national championship with a corner... He was a cornerback. A defensive back was his quarterback. Went to a national yeah. championship. He gets canned. Um, Harson was a – it was a bad hire to begin with, and people weren't happy about it then. I don't know how it got through, but they're just looking for a reason. Really quick, I was looking at Notre Dame's schedule. They have at undefeated North Carolina next. Um, they have BYU. They have at Syracuse, who is also undefeated. They have Clemson. And they are at USC to end the season. There's, they're losing three of those games minimum. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, Notre Dame's going to have to fight to make a bowl game, which is which is pretty wild to think about. Um, and not only that, as far as recruiting goes, they're already starting to lose a bunch of guys. So, the last guy I want to bring up, I don't think the the school the program is all that good, but it's really interesting if you look at now with this day of NIL and where they're at recruiting-wise, Scott Satterfield at Louisville, Adidas has pumped in money into that football program, and they just keep losing. And Is it the curse of Papa John? <laughs> until, until Papa is home. <laughs> I think he got canceled, so we can't say that. But Go until, until, big Papa. Until they get a step-Papa, they're in trouble. Yeah. So, um, but, yes, Louisville is – man, that – Satterfield has had plenty of time and they've kind of just, they, they haven't been any better since he got there. They've just kind of been there. I think it hurt too, like coming after Petrino, like Petrino was so good. And um, so, yeah, I, I just think that all, all time other coaching media clip is when he was like, he got called out for his big scandal with the, his assistant or whatever. Yeah. And he shows up with a neck brace on that's <laughs> an all time move to divert. And he was redder than the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. yeah. All time move to divert <laughs> attention off of your scandal just by showing up with a neck brace. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the Louisville job, I, I think if Louisville doesn't make a bowl game, I think he gets fired. I think Harson has already been fired and they're, they're waiting for the end of the year at Auburn. I also think Jeff Collins has already been fired, um, and they're just waiting for the end of the year for the buyout. Uh, Marcus Freeman obviously will get another year unless they don't make a bowl game. Then I could see Notre Dame do – Notre Dame's got money to blow. If they need to do a buyout, they could. But if, if he doesn't make a bowl game, yeah, they could fire him. Yeah. So moving on, a story we need to talk about. So I saw, I saw it today, and you saw it as well. But you might, uh, you might need to fill in some of the details. There was a student at Utah – I guess Utah, the, the school, has a nuclear reactor on campus, which is awesome. That is awesome. I'm a big I'm a big nuke guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a big I, nuclear I guy. As soon as I saw Chernobyl, the show on HBO, 
my first thought was, oh, we should get rid of these. It was like, we need to bring these back. I, <laughs> mostly because I trust the dudes they brought in to fix it. And I'm <laughs> under the understanding they're doing just fine. Yeah. So I, I'm i big on let's get, let's get nuclear energy up and running. But Utah's ahead of us. They already got one on campus. Um, yeah. So and uh, somebody threatened to blow it up yeah, if, if Utah lost a football game. A female student uh, said, I'm going to blow up the nuclear reactor if we lose this game. She got proposed to within 20 minutes. I mean, I had nothing but respect when I yeah. heard that. I was like, that, if, if either of us... That's a down-ass bitch. If either of us weren't spoken for already, I think we'd be looking her up right now. Like, this chick was ready to blow up a nuclear yeah. reactor yeah. if her team didn't win. Respect. Yep. Uh, which, which kind of begged the question, Jason, what links would you go to for either your team to win like a, a rivalry game to win a championship or to be like an Alabama type dynasty. So mine are pretty low because of how bad my team is. So like legitimately I would let homeless Zach fantasy Caleb and you, I would let you punch me in the face. All of you get one free punch in the face to make sure that Florida State beats Miami and Florida in a year. Absolutely. So, like, let's just say a broken nose. I'll take a broken nose okay. to make sure that we get both of those. Um, as far as a championship goes, I think I would, like, I would go to prison. Like, I, I, I would go to, like, I, would, I, I don't know how long, but, like, I for was, a championship, I'd do a week. I was just thinking that. I, I thought, I mean, for, for a championship, I think I would do – Maybe yeah, like a week max, thirty days in prison. Not yeah. like not a federal like banging you in the butt prison, yeah. but like a you know jail, a state a state prison. Yeah, uh, a lovely yeah. <laughs> I w- I would do some uh, what's her name, uh, Martha Stewart time. Yeah, for for a championship for sure for sure. Um, I I, I might go to federal if you gave me like if if I knew I got out. And my life went immediately back to the way that it was, which, which I believe is not how, <laughs> yeah, our correctional system yeah. works. Not the repercussions that come along with it afterwards, yeah. but just hey, I, if you do the time, I think I would do a year in federal if you if you told me like <laughs> if you told me were like for Florida State to be what Alabama is right now, I think I would do a year. Right. And, so and my life returns to normal. <laughs> so the dynasty question, I think I would lose. A body part, like a small one. I'd give my left nut. <laughs> <laughs> I'd lose a ball for a dynasty <laughs> or like a pinky toe type of thing. You know, like I got I got another ball. I have I don't really need my pinky toe. I can make that sacrifice. You know what's funny team. that like talking through that? If I so if I change the punch me in the face to you, all three of you get to kick me in the nuts, I don't know if I'd do that for a win. For the win? I don't know. Nah. Not for two. Yeah. I need a championship if I'm going to get kicked in the <laughs> yeah. nuts. I think I need a championship for each kick. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. It's worse than childbirth. Let's let's say it. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know. All, all, what are we calling our fans? The meatballs? The meatballs. The meatballs The no. meatballs know. <laughs> um, our fans, our listeners. And if we end up doing the kick 25 in the nuts, of them, it'll, it'll be on OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason, here's what we need to do. Call up Billy Napier and say, hey, coach, I need you to throw this one because my jackass co-host is going to let me kick him in the nuts. 
And if, so we have to lose. And if, <laughs> if that happened, I may end up maybe not in prison, but in some kind of mental, mental institution. Like, hey, this guy is threatening his own bodily harm for a football team. He needs to be put in a straitjacket for a little bit. And all of America would come to your defense. And we would get that dynasty. That's right. That's true. So I think we can workshop that a little bit. All right. So for happens. Dynasty, we're both on board for a year in federal. I am. But here's the thing. If I'm going. No repercussions? I, yeah, oh, obviously. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm committing a crime, though. Like, I, Ooh, if I yeah, know yeah, I'm yeah. going, I want to earn my time. Because if I'm going there, I can't be like, you know, why are you here? I can't be like. To get a dynasty for my <laughs> college football team. Like, I've got to be like. Robbing I, a bank sounds I, pretty awesome. I was going to start at like a golden pantry. But, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so if we need to do a bank. I think that'd be pretty fun to try I've to rob a bank. I've played a lot of GTA that I. Okay. I think robbing an armed truck is not that hard. I, I, think I think about I it. it. I think about it a lot. <laughs> I think I can pull it off. When I worked at when I worked at I I I think I could. When I worked at CoStar, uh, I would look out the window and it was next to Phipps Plaza, and I would see this armored truck pull up all the time to like yeah. bring jewelry and money to all the the nice stores in there, and I just <laughs> fantasized about stealing I, that thing all the time. Like it's it's like Horatio Sands <laughs> off SNL is is walking it in his buddies on his phone playing like Fortnite in the front. I, by myself, I could take an armored truck. Yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah. While, while we're in fantasy, the other fantasy I have doesn't really have to do with breaking a law. Is this going to be where you fight a coyote? No, it's going to be where uh, a back to the future situation where if I could time travel for one day, I would go into the future, maybe like three weeks and just write down all the scores of games and just, just go on an off. absolute spree. It is funny. Cause I, I feel like, you know, they asked little kids like, I, like if you had a superpower and you could like go back, like, or do whatever, like a kid is like, I want to fly. I want to be the strongest one. Ours is literally changed nothing physically, <laughs> but just the ability to go back and gamble to yeah. make money. Not like just be rich. It's like, I want to earn it. <laughs> yeah. I want the notoriety. I yeah. want people to be like, wow, you know a lot about sports. Yeah. Not, I just want my team to be good. I need to go to prison. <laughs> I, I must commit a crime before I go. Um, so anyways, I, you know, I, uh, also, depending on how many, whatever her name is, yeah. like we need a hashtag free, whatever her oh, name is. Maybe shirt. Cause she was arrested and everything. Maybe shirt. Well, and she didn't do it. Yeah. So. What a little domestic terrorism here and there. We're, we're getting all worked up about that now. I thought, I thought it was freedom of speech. Yeah. So <laughs> I think, well, and depending on how many meatball subs we get on our OnlyFans, maybe we can shell out some shekels to Jason. Baylor. Did you just do that just now? Meatball subs oh. or the meatballs, the meatball subs subscription. That might need to be a shirt. Wow. What if you just, that's, that's why you make the big bucks, Jason. <laughs> all right. Now I'm thinking. <laughs> I want I want QR codes. I want to get a QR code uh, brand, right? So, like, you know, on the steak where they press it in? Yeah. I want a QR code to our OnlyFans. Branded on you? And we brand it. I'll do that for a win. But I think... If you're a true meatball and you, you're a meatball sub, you, you're a subscriber. But, I was just going to say brand the meatball that you like, put in the sub, but yeah, we can brand our... Yellowstone, Yellowstone style, <laughs> or uh, like I was just talking about the meat. <laughs> there's like the Q dogs, and then there's the meatballs. 
you imagine going to a tailgate? <laughs> the Qs are out there doing something awesome. They're like, what's your brand? Oh, uh, I listened to some idiots who <laughs> talked about they would do a year in jail. We for don't. A couple of we don't cast a wide net when it comes to our fans. We just have like thirty. No, they're loyal and they will loyal. get brands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay. If, if I don't even know how to make a brand, but if at some, this is my commitment. Yeah. If you make a brand. And FSU beats Miami and Florida this year. If somehow there was a from the hip, I would I'll let you brand me. Okay, I mean there's on a my, very good chance arm. it happens because I know you don't want to admit it, but Florida State actually is looking a little better than what you thought. So there's a good chance that this happens. I don't know about a good chance. I think there's a chance, and it'll light, it'll take the sting out of of the loss for me if I can just. I will gladly take a brand to <laughs> to to win both of those games. The clock hit zero, and I'm a little upset that Florida State just beat us, but then I'm just going to immediately just... <laughs> I'm, like, cheering. <laughs> you don't even, like, look for skin. You just go straight through clothes and make it melt to me. All right, so that was enough of that segment. <laughs> um, now we need to talk about week yeah, four. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a quick, a quick week four a rundown. Quick. A quick a quick work tour. Uh, yeah. Quick four preview. Quick four... Queef. Um, a quick week four preview. Uh, there's Clemson at Wake Forest. Clemson's a seven point favorite in that. I one thing real quick while I'm thinking of Clemson. Dabo running full speed down that hill. So annoying. Is like it's just the Dabo show. Most of what that program does, they storm the field if they beat the Citadel, and we do it for every game. Okay, well it's stupid every game. Yeah, it's never not been. It's never been cool. Never right. has. And then Dabo sprinting down ahead of his whole team, like look at me, look at me. I want nothing more than for him to like trip and just blow out a knee yeah. and then slide to the bottom of the hill. <laughs> and the band has to keep playing and <laughs> the balloons are going because it's like you can't you can't ruin because the kids are coming right behind. Him. Yeah. They can't stop mid hill. Right. I want Dabo curled up in a ball at the bottom of the hill and this team still has to run out. <laughs> uh, uh, so as far as the game goes. Yeah, who do we like there? Uh, Wake, Wake Forest defense is actually pretty bad, but their offense is really good. Yeah, I kind of like Wake in that game. Zach, too. are they on your list? I stayed away from that because it's very much like a Clemson could lose. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, I'm going to – let's just – I just can't stand Clemson. Uh, I'm going to say – they win, but small, they don't cover. I think that Clemson is is super susceptible this year. I think they're about to hit this, like, tougher stretch of their schedule. I just don't see them dropping game one. I think they this is where Clemson starts to wear down. I don't think they're very deep. They lose. They get a couple injuries over these hard, uh, these hard few games or just something doesn't play well. They're, I think it takes more than one of these games, whether it's NC State or whoever later – I just don't see them losing the first difficult game they have on their schedule. Somehow they they beat Wake, but I think it'll be close. Okay. Uh, then the three thirty game game day is going to be there. I know you're really pumped about it. Uh, Florida at Tennessee, first road game for Florida. Um, the spread is ten, ten and a half. Ten and a half. Tennessee up. Um, I think Tennessee wins that game uh, on the road. I think Florida covers. Because Tennessee has trouble with the run. Florida actually has a pretty good running game. I think they try to game plan to control the clock, take the wind out of the stadium a little bit, make it a little closer than a 10.5-point game. But 
unfortunately, I think we're going to lose that game. So I think Tennessee has a bad habit of when they play Florida, that's that's the ultimate boo box for them. They always just play bad against Florida, whether it's a Hail Mary at the last second or whether they just get their ass beat and they're a better team. I think Josh Heupel is very much on the train now of like, just score points. And I, I think like screw the defense. I just don't think Florida can keep up. I yeah. think I think they they win and they cover because I think the only focus now at Tennessee is just score a lot of points. And so unfortunately, you know, I hate to I mean, you already said that you think they lose and that's really all that matters, but <laughs> I, I I do think I think this is like a big Tennessee win, not just like for them, but I do think they win by more than ten. Okay. Uh then then the later game, well, before we get to that, I, I'm just going to throw this in there. It's a vibe check. I'm calling a uh, upset alert, Texas Tech beating Texas. Uh, Texas has the better logo, but for some reason, I feel like they're a little high on the hog with their vibes right now, and uh, Texas Tech kind of squeaks in a win there. I love Texas Tech's uniforms. Too. Yeah. Like, their black, red, silver combo, like it. I don't even know what they run anymore, but I imagine they still air it out like crazy. Yeah. So I, I just want to see them. They do air it out, and they, they got a quarterback who can really, really run. Yeah. So I'm putting Texas on upset alert. Uh, then we got Arkansas at A&M. A&M's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So is this game – is this at Jerry World, though? Because um, I feel like last year when they played, it was actually in Dallas. Homeless Zach, can you, can you confirm that? Yeah, is that at Texas A&M or is it in uh, Dallas? Yeah, so, yes, it's at AT&T Stadium. And the reason they – The Texas-Texas Tech game? Yes. Okay, well, the, we're talking about Arkansas a no, Arkansas-Texas A&M is at AT&T Stadium. Are we sure? Yes, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. So, it's 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 at the Cowboys Stadium. Um, so, that's obviously because Jerry played at Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. Um, so uh, Jerry Jerry might put like some landmines out on the field or might. something. I I'm just not ready to believe that Arkansas is that good. Like once it, I keep going back to, I don't think Georgia's played anybody worth like anything. Georgia beat the hell out of South Carolina. I think because they're a bad team, and Arkansas kind of let South Carolina hang around. I I think Georgia Georgia's obviously fantastic, but I just think for Arkansas to let South Carolina hang around, I think. I think Arkansas being ranked 10 is too high. They're, A&M's defense is good. Um, you know, they made Miami just kick field goals in that game. Another week of uh, the new quarterback, uh, was it Hunter John- or Johnson, right? Max Johnson's son is the quarterback. It's week two that he's been the guy. I don't know. I think they score enough points. I, I, I'm just not a believer in, in Arkansas being, like, the number 10 team in the country. And I also think that uh, – AM, I gotta imagine most of their alumni base is like in Houston or Dallas. So I, I think it'll very much feel like a um, home game and you know, ATT Stadium's a hundred thousand seats. Yeah. So I, I think I think AM wins that game. Um, but AM's offense looks terrible. So quick note, the AM yell leaders, I hate them. The worst. Yeah. They're right up there with Davo as far as like yeah. Davo, Russell Cringy. Wilson, and the AM yell leaders just, are just just losers. cringy, annoying people. Yeah. The loserville. All right. So that is week four, kind of the big yeah. games that we wanted to highlight yeah. there. Not not great games this week, but I think the the three or four that we really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, 
Now we are three weeks are in the books. Yeah, quarter of the way through the season. So we want to talk about with it being three weeks in the books, three things we think is going on right now, and then three things that we can say we know yeah. is going on right now in the landscape of college football. Yes. Um, we're going to snake it, so we'll screw up. <laughs> I'll start, and it'll go back to you. It's just going to be the two of us, so we'll yeah. start with the three things we think. Okay. Okay, so it'll be three rounds of this. <laughs> so um, the number one thing I think is I think that USC – Southern Cal is going to make the playoff. I think they're going to go undefeated. Wow. And I think the Pac-12 will get somebody in. I think, what's that, the first time since Washington got in in like 2014 or 2015? I think 20, 2015, I think, was the last time that the Pac-12 put somebody in. It was Washington. So, yeah, I think USC is going to go undefeated. Okay. And get into the playoff. Um, one thing that I think is that, Kentucky is not a top 10 team. I think they've had <laughs> I think they've had a candy ass schedule in, including a Florida team who is like way overhyped after their first win. I'll admit that. And they have really I mean their schedule the rest of the way is really easy, so I think it's going to help them probably round out to about a top you know 10 around that that area, yeah. that real estate of the rankings, but I don't think that they're, they're that good because Florida could have won that game and we're not that good. And I don't know. I'm not a believer in Will Levis. And, yes, I hate his guts. But um, I don't know. I, I just needed to get that off my chest. So okay. I, don't, I think that they're not a top eight team or wherever they're at. Um, I'll stick in the SEC. I think Tennessee is very good. And I think they're an 11 or 10 win team. And that includes they, they have Alabama and Georgia this year. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that it's Georgia that they beat, but I think they're a 10 or 11 win team. Okay. I like that. Um, I think that Jason, you're going to push back on this, but I think that FSU is a low key thick team. They, they came in and I was just kind of wrote them off of like, I put a W next to Florida for that game. I don't, I think I, they're just a team I wrote off and they're three, and and they've looked pretty good. I mean, they beat a, a solid Louisville team. So I'm not, I, I think they, they should beat, beat LSU. The, they beat, beat LSU. State. I think that they should be definitely in the top 25 Florida state. And I think they're kind of low key thick. I appreciate that. I do. I, they're definitely better than I thought they were going to be. Um, so my next, I, I'll stick with like with the, with I'm 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 still gonna kind of hedge here with with them. So you made one about your team. I'll make one about my team. I think I think FSU is gonna win eight games this year. I don't. I don't which their over under was seven and a half. Which you strayed. No, no, no. Their their over under to start the year was six. Okay, six and a half. It was. It was and you to told Zach game. to not make that bet. And I told him not to make that bet. <laughs> They're halfway there. <laughs> don't make it. Um. um then right. the so, last thing I think is that App State should be ranked. We touched on that earlier, but just put them in the top 25. They beat yeah. Texas A&M. Uh, you know, they're kind of an electric team. Like, let's just let's throw them a bone. I think yeah. they should be in the top 25. All right. Let's get into the three things we know. Um, I'm going to start with 
One thing I know, a quarter of the way through the season, Georgia is hands down the best team in the country. Yeah, well, you took my first one off the board because um, that's that's one thing I can definitively say is that they are the best team in the country. Um, so to replace that, I will say I know that if I have a meat lover's pizza, I'll have diarrhea. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but I will that stop me? Not a chance. Yeah. Um, another thing I know, Alabama will lose a regular season game this year. They won't go undefeated. So not including, like, SEC championship. The SEC, but they're going to have a loss going into the – that team, it just – something looks wrong. Their receivers can't get open. Uh, the, the, they went and got, like, two big-name transfer receivers. Neither one of them get open. Quarterback doesn't look like Bryce Young doesn't look like he looked like last year. They go and get this superstar Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech. They can't run the ball. The offensive line gives up a lot of pressure. Um, and then I go to defense. Like Will Anderson has kind of been quiet this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think. I mean, they they have great edge defenders and everything, but I I don't know. This just doesn't feel. You know, Saban was quoted last year saying last year's team was a rebuilding team. I think last year's team beats this Alabama team by. 17 points. Yeah. The offense doesn't look nearly as good this year as it looked last year. I mean, they they did lose two first-round wide receivers, but the, this Alabama team isn't nearly as good as last year's team. Um, And then last thing I know is that – I don't really have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the last thing I know – I know vibes and I know uniforms. Yeah. Hasn't led me astray yet because vibes tend to change and I can double back on what I said before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I know that. Uh, so based off of that, I'm just going to go from the hip. This is from the hip sports. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I know that Oklahoma is going to win the big 12. That's actually, that was literally my last I know. Well, yeah. we're stealing each other's now. So just give us um, an I know outside of football then. All right, an I know. Um, outside of football, I know that I'm going to – well, it's fantasy football. I know I'm going to win this week. I'm going to beat fantasy Caleb. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. We'll, we'll have to dig into that a little more at the, at the end with fantasy Caleb's fantasy corner. <laughs> All right. Um, next thing we want to – we want to give back to our meatballs here. Um, you know, you subscribe on on our OnlyFans, um, Meatball Subs. <laughs> and uh, we want to give you guys some money back. So um, we're going to kick it over to Homeless Zach for Hot Ham Ham, the pig picking of the week. So here we go. <laughs> Every week. Uh, all right. So just to recap, last week uh, I went uh, before you start. Kay. Zach is twenty nine and fifteen on the season, which is incredible. Yes, I was gonna say last week went eleven and four, which is kind of crazy. So overall, I'm at sixty six percent. Like you mentioned, twenty nine and nice fifteen. Math. Oh yeah. So here we go for week four. Uh, to start it off, the and game Zach, where where we can find these picks on Twitter on Twitter. Yep. What's your handle? <laughs> Every week I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, I think it's William underscore Savage 4. But if you're following from the hip Twitter, 
FTH uh, Sports on Twitter. You can find Zach's picks. You'll see it retweeted every week. Yeah. Every week. Uh, so first game, I'm going to go. Uh, it's actually happening right now. Uh, Coastal Carolina minus two. Uh, they are currently up by ten, and they're about to score. So that looks good. Solid pick. Uh, next one, Baylor plus two and a half. Uh, they're playing Iowa State, and no one has. Or Iowa, Iowa State has only beaten Iowa by three. So I think Baylor takes that. Uh, next one, UGA minus forty four. Uh, you guys obviously touched on it, but UGA is kind of the new Bama when it comes to betting. Oh, the new Bama. <laughs> um, and I think the most that can stay. No, they didn't. But technically. They didn't cover against Sanford. They didn't, but a lot of books didn't really have a line. Oh, okay. <laughs> but so this week, I think they do. I don't think Kent State scores more than 10. And our offense is rocking. I mean, when you take Stetson Bennett out in the third quarter, Carson Beck still gets the job done, so I take UGA minus forty four at home. Uh, Michigan playing Akron. UGA, yes, this week. No, we're Kent State this week. Kent State. It's the same thing. The point being is like you're playing Kent State. So like, oh Carson, yeah, it's Carson okay. Beck comes in good today. You're playing Kent State, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying he's gonna get the. He's gonna just can't let him have it. <laughs> I know. Get the job done against Kent State. But anybody, don't, he's don't say that. Don't say that against Kent State. I mean, I'm just saying that. He has two touchdowns, and he's a backup quarterback. I think that's kind of impressive. All right, what's your next pick? <laughs> Our backup quarterback had two touchdowns against Louisville. I mean, we'll go back, go back and forth all night. But uh, next pick, Michigan, minus 17. Uh, they're 13-4 and four against the spread uh, since 21. And Maryland is 5-20 and 20 against the spread when they go on the road. So I'm definitely going to take Michigan. Uh, next Good one. Good pick. Good pick. Auburn minus seven. I agree with you guys that Auburn looks terrible, uh, but I think that being at home, this is a must win for the coach. Uh, and Mizzou lost to Kansas State by 28, so I feel like Auburn should be able to win this one. Uh, next one, UNC minus two. It's basically a pick em. Jason, your quarterback uh, for the Heisman, looking right, good. Drake May. Uh, I think Notre Dame is not good, as you guys mentioned, and I think that they win. Uh, UNC wins at home. Uh, Oregon minus seven. Uh, they beat BYU by 21. And Washington State barely beat Idaho and Wisconsin, so I think Oregon gets that. Uh, JB, this one you probably won't like, but Kentucky minus 26. I think in, in Kentucky trying to gain respect, I Wrong. think they – they they're playing um, NIU and I think they need they know that they need to beat teams like you know like that by more than 30 uh and NIU lost to Vandy which sucks because Vandy's already won three games so I've already lost that season bet because I took them on the under yeah. um the next one is actually Vandy I'm taking them plus 41 against Alabama uh they are three and oh this year on overs um, and I think they're going to at least score like seven to 10 on Bama. So I think that they will cover 41. Uh, this next one is crazy I'm on the over on the game, right? Or the spread. I'm talking Vandy will cover the spread, oh, okay. but I'm just saying they put points up. So right, like right, they're going right, to at right. least put up seven or 10. Uh, the next pick, which is crazy to me last week. I mean, if you guys want to comment on this or have anything to say, so Oklahoma last week was minus 11. And they won by 35. That was the, if I would have known that bet was on the table, that's like 
you just cash your, that's an investment. Oh, I told everyone that I like legitimate, I have like two or three people that will like text me and be like, do you think this is a good bet? That bet, I was like, I think like this bet is an absolute lock. I didn't think they win by 35, but by 11, I was like, uh, yeah, definitely take that. Zach, while you're doing these, give us your mortal lock of, of the week. Okay, well, my mortal lock of the week, once again, would be Oklahoma because they're minus 13. And this week they play Kansas State, who lost 17 to 10 to Tulane. And they're at home versus Kansas State. So I don't know why Oklahoma's not getting respect. Because I feel like, I mean, minus 11 last week. You heard it here. Yeah. Minus 11 last week, minus 13 this week. Yeah, that, that sounds like easy money. Yeah, so I'm taking that. Um, next one, which honestly was still, it's kind of the same story as last week. Uh, USC once again is a team that's not really getting respect in terms of Vegas. Uh, they're minus six and a half and they're playing Oregon state. I feel like they cover that last week. They were like minus seven, seven against Fresno and they beat them by like 30. Oregon state is undefeated. They are. I might have something to do with it. Yeah. But I, is it in Corvallis or is it in, it's in, it's at Oregon state. So, but I think both of those and obviously Vegas, knows what they're talking about. What, but last week when I Wise saw guys. both of those, I was like, this seems like I found a loophole or something. So, but I would definitely hammer it. Yeah, definitely both <laughs> those, but for sure, Oklahoma minus 13. Yeah. Uh, next one is Texas minus seven. Uh, I know their QB might be coming back. Uh, and I think they show up in the rivalry game. Texas is nine and three against the spread in the last 12 games against Texas tech. So I think they keep with the numbers. What I, what I wanted to say on the last, what I know is if Quinn Ewers was in the whole game against Alabama, Texas would have won that game. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and then the next couple ones are some overs. Um, I shout out to Barstools. I'm a part of the overs club, so I never bet the under, which to note, the lowest point total uh, is since 2000 is this week. Iowa versus Rutgers at 34 and a half. <laughs> I'm staying away from that because I feel like that is going to be an under. That's a lot of safeties. Um, yeah, which is crazy that a game could have that low of, of a number. Uh, but the overs that I'm going on uh, this week are Arkansas versus Texas A&M over 49. Uh, Bowling Green versus Mississippi State over 52. Duke versus Kansas, it's yes. hi, it's high yes. it's high at sixty six and a half. Best game but, of the week, but I'm going with the over. And then also Florida uh, versus Tennessee over sixty two and a half. I feel like that game's always high scoring, at least in the past. Um, I think I agree with every single pick you have. Yeah, and Kansas also just shout out is seventeen and six. That should scare us a little bit. Overs. We're, we're feeling like you have a very hot hand I mean, <laughs> ham right now. And we're all like feeling the Jason's like, I agree with all those. I feel some, I feel disaster coming down. <laughs> I, I don't want to get on the high horse because yes, it is very much a, a story of where you go really hot one week. And then, you know, next week I'll be like, yeah, so I went four and 10 and you know, <laughs> it is what it is, but I don't know, man, I feel good. And I feel like, uh, we should put some money on these. So that's my week four. There you go, meatball subs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the final segment we're going to do tonight, uh, we've got Fantasy Caleb here uh, to talk about the Fantasy Corner. He's going to give you some updates from our league and then whatever the hell else he says. <laughs> All right, so the big storyline uh, this week, uh, 
feeling all my balls, Decker, uh, I think he got ragged on the show a little bit for being the worst team. I think Fake hands news. down, Fake news. We, we were all, I mean, I was saying he was probably the worst team out of the draft. I was kind of like, we did say it. uh, it's a <laughs> it tough one. <laughs> it was tough. It was Andy tough. Beat me this week. <laughs> uh, but he kind of proved us wrong. He came out the gates, got, uh, scored the second highest points of the week and, uh, yeah, had a really, really big week. Uh, so props to him. And, and also, uh, we have, uh, I don't know how much we've talked about it, but um, our blog came back this week, comeback of the week. Um, the Weekly Wiener showed up, and none other than uh, Feeling on My Balls Decker uh, is is kind of taking that, it over. I don't know if this is, uh, yeah. The editor-in-chief? The, the editor Did you in chief. expect it to go to his head that fast? <laughs> well, honestly, like... I'm I, happy for him, but like that was... It took as one more day, as, and I smirked a little bit. I was like, it's kind of hard, dude. Like, are you sure? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I, like, I'm happy about it. I mean, it just shows, like, our league, like, I have a lot of pride in our league. Uh, we we have a waiting list of, of, like, six people trying to yeah. get in. So, <laughs> I, yeah, our league, one of, the, like, the best things we got going as a friend group, I realized before we started that, we're probably going to do this till the day we die. Like when, when are it's we going to not no. be doing this? It, so. It's not going to end. <laughs> the minute of distinction there's, there's forever too lives. Much. Yeah. And, uh, it, uh, it took us a little bit, but we've kept it up. I think we're on like 13 years, 14 years, something like that. Um, and it's getting better every year. We've got some good consequences this year. Uh, bus ride to a WNBA game with face paint on is one of the options. We have a few options. Uh, tattoo is one of the options. Um, but uh, it's a really crazy year. I, I don't think we really know um, where teams are at. Uh, this week, Jason and I face off again. This was the championship last year. Uh, I will say Jason showed me no mercy last year when he beat me in the championship. I took home $0. Well, Jason, no, no, no. I, I, it's been a, I don't like when you split the pot. Like, you made it to the championship. Have some confidence. I don't like splitting the pot. So in the pot, in the past... Uh, the number the teams facing off in the championship have kind of agreed on splitting whoever loses gets a cut of it so it's not like winner take all yeah. so Jason opted out <laughs> because I I guess you felt that confident or no it's because it it was looking good for your team but I did agree to it it was I agreed to it well I'm just saying that I'm not showing mercy this week. That's like fine. this week, I know your team is trending up. You just clay, declared victory, but um, <laughs> the only positive thing that's happened for my yeah. team so far this season. Uh, but no, I hang on. I just want to address that really quick. Yeah. So we both have won a championship. Yes, we have. So that's kind of why I was like, let's just. I mean, so the that only was your multi- second though, right? That was that my was second, second. But you yeah. had already won one too. I had won one. So that yep, was my point. Is like, yep. all right, let's like we don't. In the past, I feel like it's been a bunch of teams who, who've done this who don't have a championship. They just want their slice of good pie. Yeah, we've already had it. No winner take all. I, I think it may as be long as you set the rules. Yeah, we'll just keep them well, like that. If we'll I keep remember them correctly, like that. you brought it up. You're like, <laughs> hey man, you want to split? the pie? Oh yeah, because I wanted to split the pie. It was not looking good for me right then. Uh, but we got a, you know, we got we got a good matchup this week. We're gonna see. Jason's been hurting a little bit. He's uh, he is zero and two, but uh, he's got a lot to look uh, look up to. Uh, kind of, um, there's a corral at QBs right now. I had Matt Stafford. Now he has Matt Stafford. Uh, Debo Samuel gets uh, Jimmy Garoppolo back, so that should he gets be a real quarterback. Yeah, that should be promising for you. Um, and Austin Eckler just hasn't hit yet, but he will. He's kind of boomer bust 
in general. I feel like he's um, got a good matchup this week. Hayden Hurst, from what I'm hearing, I haven't watched the entirety of the game, is like Joe Burrow is like about to get sacked every second of the play. And yeah. so he's like throwing it to the closest person, which is Hayden Hurst. Yeah which they just redid that entire offensive line. So I'm not sure what's the going Bengals on there. Bad. Yeah. The yeah. Bengals and the Colts are the two most surprising teams. I feel like in the NFL this yeah. year, they're not good. Not but good. Uh, I feel, you know, like Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon for my team had right around 10 points last week. I don't think that's going to happen again. If Michael Pittman comes back, Jonathan Taylor should be good to go. Cooper cup just scores over 20 every yeah, game. He's a great and uh, Gabe Davis sat out last week uh, for me. And, uh, I'm, I'm that guy who was watching a little, some practice tapes of him getting back. He looks good, yeah. ready to go. Um, and some, I'll, I'll be I'll be an NFL guy. I want pieces of that offense. Yeah, I exactly. I just want pieces. I don't even care who. I want pieces. No one's got <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie right now, and I think someone should get him. I'm like, um, go get that piece. Yeah. So let me, you know, in, in case anyone out there plays fantasy football, I'll give you a few people. I looked up, like, yes. in all of the leagues. Start or sit yeah, starter Mercedes. Uh, here's some pickups. I know we're on Thursday. Some meatball subs. But people are out there. I'm going to do mostly under 50% owned. Uh, but starting, Alan Lazard is only 63% owned across fantasy. And uh, he's coming back. And I, I mean, who yeah, else? He last week, didn't he? Uh, he the ayahuasca shot. That's with, right. With that's right. <laughs> he just came back last week. I mean, who else are they going to throw to? Um, and then I really think uh, Chris Alave, he's at yeah. 62%. He had, I don't know his exact air yards, but he missed a couple. He has more air, air yards than anyone in the league, um, but they've been drops, unfortunately. Uh, so if they start connecting, all right, and then these are all under 50% owned people I would look out for. Uh, the uh, What's that dance? The Gritty? Yeah. right? Mike Gusecki and his Gritty, uh, he's only 47% owned. I mean... Tua just has seven touchdowns and two interceptions on the year. Like, they're slinging the ball out and there. And they're going to have to throw it this week because they, they play the Bills, so they got to yep, score. Yep, So uh, he's out there. Uh, another guy, anyone from uh, Washington's offense right now, um, actually – Give me pieces of the Manders. The, the, top, the top three passing yards right now, it goes Tua, Carson Wentz, and elite Joe Flacco. Like, that's insane. That's insane. And then Josh Allen. So uh, I would pick up uh, Jahan Doxson, 44% owned. Like, he's out there. Um, and then uh, JB just picked up Jared Goff, who I think, I mean, this is going to continue. Hey, man, that's a good ball player, man. <laughs> this is going to continue. Jared Goff's out there. Um, Drag him out into the water. And drown J him. And drown JB, him you have Herbert, too, right? So what's your thinking on that? Uh, I do have Herbert, but it looks like he – cracked a rib or a cartilage or something last week. Keenan Allen's out. So, and I have Amon Ross St. Brown. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking if I can double dip a little bit with okay. the connection of golf and him, Herbert might get, get sit. Yeah. The big one, I think it's too late now. If we, sh if we did this on Monday, I mean, probably everyone knew, but uh, Garrett Wilson was 25% owned amongst all fantasy He's leagues. A beast. He's now 85% owned. So yeah. if, if you, See him out there. Definitely get him. I mean, he got like something like 14 targets yeah. last week. Um, and then the one I really like, 15% own. Jason, you just picked him up. Sterling Shepard. I mean, Kenny Galladay, I think, 
was like literally packing his bags. He, he was but, on the field for two snaps. Oh my God. They're paying him $16 million. 16 million a year. That dude is a bum. <laughs> like I'm not even a Giants fan and I hate that guy. Like I'm like, that guy sucks. I like pieces of that offense though. Dable's <laughs> got them moving. I, I, yeah. I, I There's pieces. He's a, he's a target a monster, dude. Yeah. He's a, he is a target monster. I would get Sterling Shepard. Um, it's weird. You know, you've got a weird league. The pickup in our league, or our pickup of the week in our league, uh, my dad, which I do want to touch on my dad being in the league, a lot of funny things. First of all, his name, which I have no idea. I had to ask him what it is. Judy Blue Eyes, because he has Jerry Judy. Uh, just I, It's some old classic rock song that I have, but none of us get it. Like, no. none of us get it. He also doesn't have a logo on his team. It's just the <laughs> default, like, gray helmet with NFL. <laughs> the boys will get this. Yeah. <laughs> his, his logo is basically the picture yeah. of uh, what's-his-face from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, Der, uh, Rob Lowe Rob wearing Lowe. the NFL yeah. hat. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> That's Jim's logo, but he doesn't have a logo. Yeah, so that's his. He he is uh, one of the teams in trouble, and I'll get to that. Uh, but he just added Marcus Mariota, go Falcons, and dropped Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and, and it's the right move, but it's that's is tough. It? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, is, I don't know, maybe not. It's a back-to-back MVP. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's the right move. Yeah. I think after week one last year, Rodgers looked awful, and then he ended up being the MVP. So I, I never quite count him out but he doesn't really have anyone at receiver like you said except for Lazard and he kind of he has said like he knew that this was going to be like working with his receivers getting get him up and going but it I mean it's a bad look I mean Christian Watson dropping this week too so I don't know it's he owns them yeah yeah (laughs) uh and so you know I've got two teams that are in trouble with our league Judy Blue Eyes Jim and um Carter's team, Lazard people, which also I love that name. I don't think we gave him any credit. Uh, Lazard people with a picture of uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Great, great name, great logo. He's got Alan Lazard. person. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Allegedly. Uh, But his team's looking pretty rough right now. He's got Justin Jefferson, which is his ride or die. I mean, like that is what got him through the first week. Um, but other than that, he's, I, I was he's shocked scrapping. He didn't pick up Kirk cousins for the stack. Yeah. Like if you believe, if you believe that, like I get Justin Jefferson was a keeper, Yeah, but his rationale of Justin Jefferson as like his clear number one, most important. Yeah. Why would you not go with a stack there? Dude. And I, I don't understand what's going on with that offense right now. Like Minnesota was moving it in week one, week two, I guess Eagles defense is that good, but I mean, Maybe. they've got, they stopped Dalvin Cook, to Cook too. Yeah. Dalvin Cook doesn't have anything this year. Well, it was Kirk Cousins in prime time, who is historically really bad. Right. So uh, right. maybe that had something to do with it. The other pickup I was going to mention is like he's on my team, so I believe in him. But uh, he's only four percent owned is Irv Smith Jr. Yeah. I mean, he is very athletic. He's been hurt for uh, a year. The first game they said they were going to work him in. We're not going to play him as much. Is he uh, the guy that dropped that wide open touchdown pass? He's the guy who dropped that wide open. But if anyone could take a 70 yard touchdown to the house, it would be him. Uh, he got. How many targets did he get? He got like eight or nine targets last week. Um, so it's a deep dive. If you're, I mean, tight ends are tough this year. So if you need a tight end, Irv Smith, Gesicki, um, there are some out there. Hayden Hurst, uh, who's yeah. Evan Ingram for the Evan Jags. Ingram, Jags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's two teams in our league I think are pretty overrated. John L. Tractorcito, uh, 
He has the third worst in points, and he's 2-0. and I mean, he's just scraping by somehow. Yeah. Um, he even chirped up a little bit when we were talking about the weekly wiener today. <laughs> he chirped up. He's like, hey, man, I'm 2-0. and And he was like ranked like eighth. <laughs> but I think it's right. Uh, and there's definitely some big standouts in early. I think Morgan, Morgan, Zach, and uh, Decker, and even Joe are, are in the top there. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Zach was rated like 11th on Decker's power rankings, but I think that's just more of like brother rivalry. Decker, you know. Decker hates homo Zach. <laughs> he hates him. But uh, yeah, this is a fun year. I'm excited that our blog is coming back uh, and being kept up. It just shows like the dedication of our league. And I think um, that's the biggest thing. We thought people were going to leave. We haven't had anyone leave in five years. I mean, We haven't had anybody leave, but the new subscribers to our WordPress have only been Russian porn bots. We, they they do. Like, I got excited for a little bit when I saw them. They're meatball uh, subs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, that's all I got for fantasy uh, this week. Um, yeah. Thank you, Fantasy Caleb. What's your fantasy? Uh, yeah, shout out to Fantasy Caleb. What's your f- f- fantasy? Big ludicrous guy, apparently, also. So it all He's so articulate. It, <laughs> it all fits together. It's all coming full circle. When a dirty bird's kick for three. <laughs> <laughs> and chocolate, chocolate, make it melt. <laughs> Scream, help. <laughs> so articulate. <laughs> Poet laureate out of Atlanta, Georgia. I, I will. Okay, you know what? Caleb is right because growing up, most rap songs were too quick for my mom to pick up on what they were saying when that song came on my mom was reaching across the the middle row or whatever reaching past my dad driving to change the channel mike the boy they can't listen to that it's it's smut it's terrible that's why out of all the rappers bill riley honed in on him because he's like i can understand these words that's right that's right (laughs) (laughs) but I mean that's a, that's another uh, another week in the books yeah. here from from the hip sports. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the show. Hope it gets you through your Friday. Uh, you know, maybe not the best college games, but a few things to listen to. Maybe make some money. Uh, trust in the hot hand ham. And thank you guys for listening. Cheers, folks. Cheers, folks.